I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, happy apocalypse. How are you all doing? Just a disclosure to say that we've recorded this episode of Bitchin before the end of the world, so we are blissfully unaware that we're about to be behind closed doors, clawing at the walls, and making dumbbells out of pasta and rice in a plastic bag. But it's nice to live in the past and remember a happier time, when all there was to worry about was uh, Brittany, who we'll be doing this week. So, happy listening, and we'll be doing an apocalypse special soon. It's Britney, bitch! And see you! How are you? I'm alright, how are you? I'm all right. <laughs> so why are you dressed like you've been to the gym, but you aren't sweating at all? <laughs> Am I dressed like a And your hair gym? is perfect. Is it? Yeah. That's what, so nice. What's happened? I was supposed to go to the gym. And then what happened I didn't instead? Go to the gym. Why didn't you go to the gym? Um, I missed my class. How did you miss your class? I just didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't like an accident, you just didn't turn No, up. I just didn't. I just thought, oh, I could go now and I'd get there and then I just didn't go. <laughs> but it's now it's now my third class in a month, so I've been banned from booking classes. And have you been notified that that's the case? No show, no go. <laughs> that's the email they send about once a week to me. Do you know what? It's so hard because you have to book on a reserve list because you can right. never book straight because it's such a popular gym. So then you get an email about half an hour before saying you're, you're in the class. Mm. But that's too short notice that's for me. That's fucking nuts. And if you don't go, no show, no go. I would need like... Three days. Three weeks notice. Three weeks. <laughs> for exercise. You'll be exercising in three weeks. That's yeah. enough for me. Mentally prepared. Yeah. I really have to they dig deep. They do email you and say, you're still on the reserve list. Don't forget, like, you've got to be ready in case you get make well, the cut. Well, that's fucking stupid. Especially if someone as busy and popular oh, as well, you. Oh, this is Jeez. it. I know. But it is my fault because I don't check if I've made it into the class. I should right, cancel okay. the classes. I know I'm not going to be able to get to. So now you can't go to your gym? I can go to the gym. I just can't go to any of the classes. And to be honest, if I can't go to any of the classes, then I don't go to the gym. Right. Because I need someone shouting at me, otherwise I don't do it. I mean, that's the same with everything in my life, to be honest. <laughs> Um, I thought of you this week as well. I actually messaged you about this because I've been recording an audio book. Yes. And they've had to add in a whole extra day for all the mistakes that I've made. They, the notes came back saying, is this person profoundly dyslexic because she just replaces words with different words that aren't written down? <laughs> and I'd not told them. And I'd, you said yes. I said, yeah, I'm so sorry that I didn't tell you in advance. But I like to think that I'm not. I act like a person who's not. Mm. 
And then I get in situations where I've got to read for 12 hours a day and it's quite tricky. Well, I think anyone would if they had to read for 12 hours a day. Like, it's really intense, isn't it? Mm. This is a question. Yeah. If anyone out there does audiobooks or has done audio... Have you done an audiobook? No, I have friends who do them, though, so I can ask for you. Can you ask, is it normal to be really bad? To stumble loads? Okay. Is, is that normal? How often do they stumble? Okay. I need to I go... will ask my friend Kristen. She does them. Apparently, and my friend Vanessa does them too. Thank you so much, right. Stefano and Vanessa. Uh, Kristen and Vanessa. <laughs> thank you, Kristen. No. Was that on purpose? Or was that... <laughs> I just forgot the first time. <laughs> <laughs> my um, friend slash agent was telling me that Stephen Fry, when he did the Harry Potter audiobooks, mm. apparently couldn't say Harry pocketed it. And he, yeah, he tried I have heard for, this have story, you heard this? Yeah. He tried for ages. Eventually they called JK Rowling and said, look, he can't say it. Can we say Harry put it in his pocket? And she said no. And then proceeded to put the phrase Harry pocketed it in every book after that so that he had to say it. <laughs> <laughs> so look out for that. Well, she's yeah, dead now. No, so. She's cancelled. <laughs> she's cancelled. Anyway. So this is bitching. Cutting that out because she still sends me residual checks. So... <laughs> This is bitching. Every week we talk about a different person. We veer wildly off track. This week we are talking about the legendary... A Britney, bitch! <laughs> Miss Britney Jean Spears. I'm so excited. Oh. I love Britney so, so deeply. The yeah. only... Well, one of the only dolls that I had when I was a kid was a Britney doll. You had a Britney doll? Yeah. I know it's not very on brand for me, my love for Britney Spears, because... No. You're a goth. I'm the princess of goth and she's the princess of pop. <laughs> yeah. It's not really, you know. Um, but opposites but sometimes attract. They do. And I think Britney has one of the most legendary personas in entertainment ever. The level of charisma that she has is... I mean, it's interesting now because obviously the narrative around her and the way she was kind of demonised by the press and kind of made into a joke as well. Um, Shaving her head. Yeah, um, but in the first instance, Britney in her prime, to use a word I kind of hate, was the most beautiful woman in the world. A dancer, like, probably nearly on the level of, like, Janet Jackson, Michael yeah. Jackson, and, like, a, an all right singer, not the <gasps> best in the world. Whoa, what? She's, she's a, a, a good singer. She's got a very distinctive voice. Yeah, wow. for sure. Ba, 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 ba. You know it's Britney when you, you hear know. her. I love it when she does a cover because yeah. you're like, whoa. <laughs> but, I um, can't get no. She's legendary. That's, that's she what is. I'm here to... That's what I'm here to say about Britney. She is. Are we just going to say how great she is for so, an hour? For... Shall we read a wiki? Yeah, let's do it. Britney Jean Spears, born the December twenty second, December the second, nineteen eighty one, is an American. I'm seeing the issues the audiobook people had <laughs> firsthand. It's an American singer, songwriter, dancer, and actress, born in Macomb, Mississippi, and raised in Kentwood, Louisiana. So she came from nothing. Yeah, family had fuck all money. Yeah. And uh, it was like the Bible Belt. We kind of know what that's like. Highly Christian, you know, not the, you know. Not the classic New York gal born into entitlement. Yeah. uh, Also into like a slightly liberal media Mm -hmm. world. She's like the opposite. Yeah, completely. Um, She started very young. She did, yeah. Three years old she was when she began to be in a choir and try to do solos and dancing. Um, And then she ended up moving to New York with her mum to join 
Yeah, so her parents were obviously like, this could be, our yeah. kid's really talented and she's really cute. This could be our ticket out of... Ka-ching. And really, who can blame them, to be honest? Because, like, maybe if I was in the same situation, I would do the same thing, even though it might not be the best thing for my kid. Yeah. I mean, like, I remember not at all the same thing. But when I was 16, or was I... I would think I was a bit younger. I don't know. I was doing, like, this local... This thing called... There used to be things called youth groups. Um, yeah. I've heard... And they would get funding from the government just to, like, you know... uh, express yourself creatively but obviously that's not something that working class people should be allowed to do so they don't do it anymore no waste um, of time yeah real real waste of time i mean like poems like do do they no don't express yourself keep it inside keep it all inside uh anyway i was doing this thing it's like a local film company and I they were doing like this this short film that we'd all like written together or whatever got some funding from the government and they auditioned me for the lead role. Didn't get it. This was a recurring theme in my life. Oh by my god, the way. me too. Yeah, and I, I'm well, constantly making up for it. Yeah, same. I mean, like, yeah, Miss Watson should have given me that lead <laughs> in the school play. But also, I find like it's good because you do realise the level of delusional self confidence that you do need to make it in entertainment. So I think being told no a lot early on is actually really good. You're right. And anyway, there was this woman purporting to be an agent who was involved in this thing. Looking back at it now, she, like, definitely wasn't, but, like, just had a few local kids that she was, like, sending to, like, the auditions for skins and stuff and whatever. Um, And my mum didn't let me do it, and I was so annoyed at the time. Oh. But do you know what? I think that's right. I wouldn't want my kids doing it. Doing what? Like, being... She didn't trust this woman, basically. Oh, I see. She didn't think... Being exploited by Yeah, she didn't. she didn't think that, you know... And yeah. that's right and kind correct. Of fair enough. Yeah. But it's really hard though. We isn't weren't it? living in fucking yeah. near poverty with like four kids to feed or whatever. Yeah. Well, two kids. They have two kids. Does she have any brothers? She does. She has a brother and a sister, Brian and Jamie, the sister. So they were obviously like Britney's our ticket out of this. And Brian is now an American film and television producer. Mm. And um, Jamie, the sister. Is an American singer and actress, and oh my god, look at her face. Good genes. Mm, yeah, for sure. But I don't think anyone was expecting the level of fame because she was originally rejected by three record companies. Mm-hmm. And then the, they said, I think there's not going to be, everyone wants girl bands, there's not going to be another Madonna. Another, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the final one made her first album with her, and just immediately. But the level of charisma, like it's unbelievable. She's an unbelievable actress. Yeah. Like her music videos, there is there's no one sexier on the planet in those music videos. Like, and they were her idea because originally yeah. in that first music video where she's playing like a Catholic schoolgirl, mm-hmm. iconic. Yeah, iconic. Iconic. But this is the thing I don't understand. Imagine being what seventeen, eighteen, yeah. and having the courage. And the creativity to be in a room of people who sound like they know what they're doing and have done it a lot longer than you and saying, actually, no, I think I should be dressed as a sexy Catholic schoolgirl. Well, this is the thing at the heart of the the Britney problem, as I'll call it. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) So I don't think there's such a thing as a truly great manufactured pop star. I think people look at Britney and they say, 
she hasn't got anything about her. There's no way that she's responsible for any of her fame or success. And I don't think it's some possible for someone to become as famous as she became without having something about you. Is she a Madonna who, like, controls every aspect of her life? No, definitely not. No way. But people don't give her enough credit. People think that she is helpless. I agree. And I think that is the situation that led to, I mean, obviously to play armchair psychologist. I have no idea what has happened in Britney's personal life. Um, But I feel like there's this narrative that she's like helpless and incompetent and um, crazy. And I don't think she is crazy. I think shaving her head was probably the most sane thing that anyone would do in that situation. I mean, like, God, like, I don't know about you, but like, there have been times in my life where I've cut my hair to regain a sense of control over my own very boring life where I'm not the most famous woman on the planet. So if I were the most famous woman on the planet, God knows what I'd do. And, like, everyone's trying to... You're in this situation where... So she got married to Kevin Federline, and he's... I mean, I don't know him, but he seems like a bit of a... Douche. Yeah. Um, Her relationship with her parents seems quite codependent. They basically now have this conservatorship over Britney, which means that they are in charge of her, essentially. Since her finances. Yeah. Her, um, her caring for her kids as well seems yeah. to not really be in her control. Yeah. It was it was 50-50 split, I think, between her and him, and now it's He has full s- custody, which, yeah. you know, does indicate that she did have some really serious problems, and I'm not trying to deny that. But you're right, it's a strange, interesting thing that since 2008 which mm-hmm. seems to be when she was kind of at the peak of her vulnerability and yeah so she'd split up with Kevin Federline they'd yeah. had this they'd had this kind of like really passionate romance where they were both obsessed with each other and then it had gone down the toilet basically and again to play armchair psychologist I think like her dad had always been like the most important figure in her life and then I think she'd found someone else who became that for her and, like, he started to, like, make his own music and stuff like that. And got, Classic. Yeah. Um, I could do this too. Yeah, exactly. No, you couldn't. Um, <laughs> so I think that that was the kind of... Um, I think, basically, she's never got to experience what we all get to experience when we're growing up as women. Not a girl, not yet a woman. Which is, like, oh, this is my rebellion. This is when I am going to go into the fucking woods and not literally but howl at the moon howl at the moon and just like fucking do all the things that I'm not supposed to do do all the things that a good girl should not do but Britney never got to do that without like 8000 million cameras and like everyone telling her that she was crazy for shaving her head or she was crazy for going out with this getting married to this guy who ultimately wasn't right for her but she's not. She's just doing the same shit that we all do. She was only in like a like mid twenties at the time, yeah. And like, if oh my you, god, imagine that's yeah. yeah. And if you think about the fact that like she has not had a childhood, she's not had a childhood. She's never had the freedom to make mistakes and it be all right. Like the whole thing with Justin Timberlake. Of course, she fucking cheated on Justin Timberlake. She was the most attractive woman in the world. In the world. In the world. But also, it can't be easy if you do something bad and then they yeah. write a best-selling song about it. Yeah. Do, Just do, 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 do. It's a great song do, to be do, fair. Do, do. I already know. 
I found out him. Oh, classic. But then, do, do you know what did she write after that? She wrote. Oh yeah, she wrote a retort, didn't she? What was it? Called? It wasn't a retort. But it was also a really good song. What I can't was remember. It? With she wrote it with her best friend slash backing singer. Was it called? No, 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 no. That was after was she broke different... up with Kevin Federline. Oh, okay. That was every time Britney wrote every that time. song with with her friend. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. It must be strange getting to the age when you're kind of in your mid to late 20s and you're like, right, this is now what I do. And you've kind of done it all. You've all of the kind of fantasy childhood dreams that you have as a child all came true when you were in your teens. And, you know, she then ended up co-authoring a book with her mum and owning a restaurant. And just, you know, when it's like, what can you imagine that kind of crazy, most voted most influential woman in pop in the world by Forbes or whatever it was like Mm. to have that level of success and I think it's a similar thing that Justin Bieber's going through at the moment is it's then like it must be a bit like looking into the void of what next Mm. um and then added on top of that the pressure of people expecting what next to be absolutely amazing because everything you've done before has been amazing there's a lot of comparisons made between her and Marilyn Monroe which I actually think is really accurate, actually, in terms of what her and Marilyn both have is this um, vulnerability, but also this incredible sex appeal. And I think that's why so many people wanted to take care of Britney. Like, so I watched this documentary, Britney Off the Record, oh. which is, it's a pretty sanitised, like it's clearly like her dad has let this happen. Um, and it's, it was basically to rehabilitate her image after the year of the breakdown and the shaving her head. I mean, it's so sad. <laughs> it's it's not sad because it's like you get to see her doing what she really loves, which is performing. And to me, when I watch Britney perform, especially when she's younger, um, it seems like it's the only place where she is free. And I think that's why she's so compelling to watch but there's a there's an interview with Madonna in the no way because Madonna was part of her kind of comeback in inverted commas and she snogged her yes I think and also when they did me against the music the video in the cool wooden maze mm-hmm. um and Madonna basically says that she feels very maternal towards Britney mm. and that she wanted to work with her because she thinks she's very talented um but you can see in the conversation they have 
Britney doesn't have the same killer instinct that Madonna does. Like, Madonna knows exactly what she wants and she's not going to be... She's in control totally of her of exactly what she wants. Mm. Whereas Britney's just a sweet person who happens to have this larger-than-life talent and charisma. That's interesting. That's almost kind of like an accident, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what my point... Was. No, I just was... love her so much. <laughs> it's not very funny this episode, is it? It's just both of us going fame. She, yeah, fame is hard. Sex, <laughs> anger, mm. catchy tunes. Yeah, she did. She signed that four-year Las Vegas deal, which was ended up being the sort of most successful Vegas show ever. Yeah, which she's now pulled out of, I think. And um, yeah, so her being... dad is ill, and she said she needed to pull out for uh, personal reasons to be with her family. There's now this whole thing around this podcast, actually, I think, where these two... I didn't I didn't get a chance to listen to it. Um, it's called, I think it's called Britney's Gram, and they basically did, like, they do this show where they talk about what Britney Spears posts on her Instagram. Sounds great. I'm definitely going to listen. <laughs> but they basically were contacted by someone who used to be in Britney's legal team or whatever, who was basically saying Britney is n- not in control of her own life. Her dad makes all the decisions relating to her oh. and she can't get out, basically. So now then this whole, like, hysterical campaign started, hashtag free Britney, um, like, maintaining that, like, she was being held prisoner in her own home and stuff like that. It's interesting watching the documentary off the record, the word that Britney keeps using throughout the whole documentary is prisoner. She says it, like, six or seven times in the documentary. She says, it's like I'm a prisoner you're a prisoner in your own home. She says that a lot. Right. But she's talking about fame. Yeah. I don't think her dad is there putting a gun to her head saying you can't go outside. It's the machine of Britney Spears that is, like, the thing that she can't get yeah. away from. Because, like, where would you go? What would yeah, you, you do? You can't not be Britney. Yeah, Whatever exactly. you do next, you're always Britney. And everyone's kind of holding it over your head, like, oh, well, remember when you shaved your head and you went nuts? And But she didn't go nuts. She went sane. She went sane. She was like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is this is mad. You're mad. Yeah. I'm not mad. You're mad. Yeah. It's like a totally proportionate response to what was going on. But instead, everyone holds it over her head as if she's like, you know, it's like when Ariana lit that donut. <laughs> All right, she licked a fucking donut. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Ariana needs to... How disgusting to lick a donut. Have any of you people ever been outside? Or like, fuck off. We've all done things wrong. But it's the worst thing yeah. Britney ever did was cheat on a boyfriend and shave a head. Well, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? It's interesting. I was reading because um, the audiobook I was doing was Catelyn Moran's Moranthology, so it's all of her articles. And she was talking about when she met Lady Gaga, and it was at the time I'd forgotten that everyone thought that Lady Gaga was getting to that point that all famous women get to where they go completely mm-hmm. loopy-loo. And she was missing, cancelling concerts and she was fainting in public and mm. things were... And all of the media and all of the articles were spinning this that she's lost her mind, she's lost her mind, she's mm. going... And in a way, it's like, if they thought that is what was happening, then why were they continuing to publish all these articles? But then she revealed in this interview that she has lupus and that actually it was this chronic illness and she's completely in control and she's completely fine and she's another person who seems... I mean, who knows? We don't know, but she seems relatively stable mm-hmm. and in control of her decisions in her life and mm. to be coping with fame and just 
was ill but it's interesting how there's this expectation that's self-fulfilling that women are going to become crazy if enough pressure is put on them so then when they behave in any way out of character by Mm. like licking a donut or doing something that's in any way not within our small kind of narrow vision that's anything to do with the dark side of our nature which we all have we all have a cunt inside of us who just wants to lick a donut <laughs> or take our top off or yeah. whatever it is yeah that's but we most don't want to see do that it on a friday night you know what i mean yeah and no one cares packed. that's yeah. the thing yeah it but, is it, but it is interesting you're talking about that narrative i think it is something that generally is forced upon female pop stars or or big star, stars yeah. who happen to be women in, in general. And, like, I'm still kind of amazed that she's alive. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, well, the... the and word... I wonder if that's part of, you know, I, it's obvious, like, her parents love her. Like, of course they do. I'm not saying that they're, like, demons. But, like, they obviously are desperate to protect her from a world that wants to hurt her so much for their own entertainment. But then it's interesting the kind of, like you're saying, the narrative is something that sells records and that sells things to people. The kind of, you know, I mean, it happened with Amy Winehouse that tried to make me go to rehab, you know. Yeah. Have you seen Amy, the documentary? Yeah, I have, yeah. Because the thing when you're talking about being a prisoner and, but also I slightly think with her Las Vegas concerts, it had slight connotations of that, of this person is unwell and this person Mm. needs protecting and still it's really, really hard. If they want to, I mean, Amy didn't, Amy was trying to leave. Mm. But in Britney Spears' case, if somebody wants to get on stage and sing or if there's this Las Vegas concert that everybody wants tickets for, the pressure of fulfilling Mm. that must be immense. I can't imagine making the decision to walk away from it must feel like a selfish choice. And the prisoner thing, it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Because we're, we're all responsible for our own feelings and our own lives. But the it's in human nature to want to give away that power to someone else and to say, I can't do it anymore, I need you to help me. And I feel like that's kind of what has happened with Britney and that everyone is probably like, we need to protect her for her own good. But then she doesn't want to be the the prisoner who's like outside and everyone's bothering her or whatever so she has to stay indoors and like yeah all the rest of it but then that that in itself becomes a kind of gilded cage that you can't get out of yeah. because it's not true that you it's not true that if you're incredibly famous you can't have privacy or act normally it is harder, but, like, I mean, David Bowie used to walk around New York on his own. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, I know it's slightly different for a woman, maybe. No, but what Lady Gaga says in this interview, mm. she's like, if you choose to spend your money on security rather than on um, jewellery, and, again, slightly victim blame me of other women who mm. are papped a lot, but she just says she just hires an immense amount of security that just push and push and push so that she's able to get away and she's able to go somewhere without mm. people having followed her and knowing that she's there. And it's kind of evidenced in this interview where they then end up going to this club and no one knows that that she's there in terms of paps or media. She's just there having a great time. But also she's presented her image as being an eccentric who goes clubbing, who has um, sex with lots of people, Mm. who's really free. And so therefore she's able to behave however however she likes. Mm. Whereas Britney becoming famous so young, Mm. it's constantly, it's a bit of a Miley Cyrus thing of constantly being shocking. It's the virgin whore thing that... Whenever she does anything out of... Did you watch the Black Mirror that Miley Cyrus did? No, is it good? It's so fantastic. She's just sort of being her own... It's her own narrative in a way. She's really good in it. Mm. 
It's a bit of a weird... It's a bit weird. She's a really good actress, actually, Miley Cyrus. Great. Great song with her and Britney Spears. Bangers, SMS. Oh. I really recommend that song. <laughs> it's great. I was in a YouTube hole last night. I just couldn't stop What watching. was your standout? Did you watch oh, interviews? I watched interviews. I watched that documentary. I watched endless clips of her dancing. Oh, she's so good. Oh, my God. She's so Oh, my God. So also, sexy. have you seen her current boyfriend? Oh, he's like 26. He's, he's younger than me. He's the most attractive man, <laughs> I think, I've ever seen. Yeah, he's really hot. I'm her... glad at least she's got someone to Bone. fuck. <laughs> her... Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> her son, um, I don't know if you saw posted that thing on Instagram, on his Instagram story where he someone asked him a question about yeah. his mum. Didn't said... he say his, his granddad was fucking gay or something like that <laughs> yeah. which is like the most 14 year old boy th- obviously not condoning homophobia on the podcast well I think he really doesn't get on with his granddad and his yeah so his granddad i.e. Britney's dad yeah. is um has a restraining there's a restraining order against him now from seeing his grandchildren kids yeah. yeah and there's definitely lots of internal stuff that we don't know about no, the we reason. Got the fucking clue. But he is on Instagram. Can you imagine being a teenager on Instagram when your mum is Britney Spears? Yeah. And the thing that actually made it most controversial is someone asked him about her music and he said, oh, the other day she was saying she's going to stop making music, like, oh, I might yeah. just stop. And she obviously just said it in a passing way in the way that we always say we're going to quit acting. Yeah. But because it's Britney Spears, everyone lost their minds. And also a really funny thing was when um, someone was like... Um, Oh, is your is your mum being held hostage or whatever? And he was like, I don't really know. Um, but if I get to five thousand followers, then I'll tell you all. <laughs> Legend. Um, oh. Yeah. So his Instagram's now private, and hopefully his dad is like taking away his Xbox or something for being a little dickhead. But oh man, it just shows though how I I was slightly hopeful that I remember someone saying that Britney in two thousand and eight wouldn't have been treated now wouldn't be treated the way we treated her in 2008. No, it, w- it wouldn't have been as bad. Things have progressed then, slightly in terms of women and sexuality. I but. agree, but I also think we slightly use the thing where we go, we're so much kinder to each other now, so when we report on things, we have the angle of, oh, it's mental health. But we we're still, concerned. Yeah, exactly. It's still we're just concerned about Britney. obsession, isn't yeah. it? We're still all completely obsessed. Yeah. So when I was in my YouTube hole... Oh, yeah. <laughs> obviously... Michael Jackson is cancelled forever. There but... Is a, there is a video, and to be honest, I've always found Michael Jackson creepy, even before he was, you know, officially a paedophile. Um, there's a video of him performing with Britney Spears, and, I mean, it's, it is like the child catcher is performing with Britney Spears. It's, it, it is, yeah. Anyway, um, she... She doesn't really dance in this thing. I assume because she's just turning up as like a guest to sing. Uh, I think it's the way you make me feel. And all she does is strut across the stage for two minutes. It's the, she is the sexiest woman on the planet. On the planet. (laughs) When is this from? Oh, it's like 1998 or something like that. Or maybe it's 2001. It's like, I think Um, it's like Slave for You era. Okay, okay. And she just struts across the stage in these high heels. But the way she looks, the way she looks at Michael Jackson and then looks at the audience, it's just pure charisma. Like, there's not, there's no one who has that, like, like Britney has it. Right. It's not performing when Britney does it. It's, like, genuine. It's it's just... It's her. Oh. But also, it, oh. Is, it is rare, I think, when... I don't know, because she's seen as such a vulnerable 
person and because she was so young, mm. I just remember being like, mate, she's got balls. Yeah. She's got such big balls. Yeah. She's got so much confidence and seemed to be, and seemed to really like herself. And I'm yeah. sure that's a stage thing when you're on stage and that's mm. how it feels. But you're right, just to do a walk and to... And the way she like owns her sexuality is kind of amazing when you think of like how her image was when she started. Yeah. I mean, like, for instance... The toxic video is balmy. Yeah, mad. <laughs> like, and like, I was just watching it and I was like, I couldn't perform one second of this. <laughs> and yet I completely believe that Britney is an air hostess in the sky <laughs> who's just poisoned some guy, then ripped his face off, <sighs> then stole his wallet. <laughs> Apropos fucking nothing. And same with the Womanizer video when she oh, had her comeback. Yes, uh, that's a tune. So they, they had no budget for that video because all the companies and stuff basically said, we're not giving money to a crazy person. She's gone crazy. Yeah. yeah. Her performance in the Womanizer video is amazing. It's so good. Um, she's just a great actress. This is what I've loved about doing this episode is being able to watch and listen mm. to all of Britney's best bits. Did you watch Crossroads when you were a kid? I didn't. Mm. I didn't. But she was... She's good in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch all of it, obviously. Because that was that an interesting move. She was <laughs> she was at the peak of her fame and she yeah. moved over into... She's great in it. She's a really talented Media, actress. Crossroads, crossroads, crossroads. Well, that's what people seem to say. When by people, I mean Wikipedia. Yeah. Is that it didn't do very critically well, but she was always spoken of in... Yeah, and it is, it's an unfair... I mean, it's the same thing, isn't it, where it's like anything that young girls might go and see is like Not panned before it's even, you know. But it just, honestly, it's the thing Mark Kermode always mm. says is it doesn't matter if critics hate it, it doesn't make a difference in terms of box office. If no. people want to go and see it. They'll go and see it's it. It's like yeah. Dr. Doolittle at the moment is... Is it doing well? Doing so really? well. Yeah. yeah. Because it's Robert Downey Jr. People want to see what yeah. he's doing. And doing we a Welsh have... accent. Apparently it's terrible. BC fans are shaking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might go see it. Yeah. For the lols, I really want to see the film with Harrison Ford and the dog. Oh yeah, that's been panned, hasn't it? It looks so <laughs> good. It's like Marley and me on crack. A dog just having a fabulous time. <laughs> Hope he wins best actor at the. Why Oscars. didn't I get seen for the dog? Come on, you'd be great. Stop ignoring me, industry. I had this thing where I was like, wouldn't that be awkward if you Harrison Ford and your trailer's number two and the dog is number one, and then someone pointed out the dog is CGI. <laughs> Is it oxygen? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. It's very good at acting, according to the trailer. <laughs> um, another sad thing. Oh yeah. Her longtime choreographer Andre Fuentes, um, who features a lot in the documentary, she's never spoke publicly about this, but he died in like no. 2016, and she's never ever spoke publicly about it. And I wonder how much of a, an impact that will have had on her love of performing and stuff, because he choreographed everything she'd ever done, basically. And they had this really like seemingly from the documentary, I know this very like close relationship, and he seemed to be like a real genuine friend. And also more than that, they had the same creative. They both loved dancing and it was all about this amazing choreography and selling the sex of it and all that. And Oh, that's awful. So she's never spoke publicly about it, so I wonder how much that has affected her yeah. as well. Basically... We're worried about her, but we also think that also, she's strong and independent and brilliant. And her Instagram is very entertaining. Yeah. Free Britney, but not because she's not capable of looking after herself, just because she is. And she's great. And she's got all the... 
power within herself to transform her life and do the Madonna comeback. Please. Please. I'm excited. Would you ever go see her in concert? Yes. Let's go. You always say this. With what money? Yeah, I know. When this podcast makes us millions. Yeah. When Britney sure. hears it and retweets it. She's not going to do that. Please, Britney, we love you. Love her so much. It was oh. my first album, I think. What, in the zone? Uh, oh, Baby One More Time. Baby One More Time. I just have such an image of that brown, like weird, cool city, cowboy crop top thing. And all of the sequins around her. I'm just thinking, God. I think that is in the zone. I think it's Baby One More Time. <laughs> She's so lucky. She's, She's a star. But she cry, cry, cries in, in her lonely, lonely heart, heart. Thinking, if, if there's, there's nothing, nothing missing in my life, then... Why do these tears come at night? We always say we're not going to sing. We always say we're not going to sing. Well, that was quite a sad one, but we love her. It's Britney, bitch. It's Britney, bitch. Have you got exciting plans for your week? I've got to go to some live comedy this evening. To perform? No, to be a bringer for someone. Simply rather dark and go. But here we go. Um, I hate to laugh. I simply hate to laugh. Why not cheer yourself up by watching her do some dancing on YouTube? Yes. Have a lovely week, everybody. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Bitchin, a podcast by Tilly Steele and Helen Brooks. Our music was by Dave Cribb and our artwork was by Luke W. Robson. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.